0: Oh, there's Lyle Henderson. Well, let's not even let him in. Let's show him what it means to be on time. Oh, can't. Hi, Lyle. Can you hear me?
1: Yes. Did you say yes? Can you hear me?
0: Yes. I like oh. that green with that gray. Unexpected, but I, I like it. It's a fashion statement. I know, but what sort of statement is it? Positive uh, or negative?
1: It's prepared to declare Joe Biden president.
0: You know, you say things that are absolutely impossible to follow up on. And <laughs> no, I think we do it on purpose. Is that, is that on purpose? Isn't it? It is. You have to keep your yourself off kilter, you know. Yeah. But now I know at least how people feel with my references that they... <laughs> What? John Philip? Who? Who's that? <sighs> ah, I know. What's the good in having a lifetime of references if you can't roll them out? If you can people. wheel them in. You can wheel them out. Yeah. So said Judy Garland. What's? It, I mean, what's one reference that you like to throw out that people will never get? If they can wheel
1: them in, they can wheel them out.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm going to start using that because that's such a good one. I've been using it for years. Yeah. You know what it is? It's one of those truism sayings. Yes. Like, well, you know. I mean, I didn't say it, but. No, know. I know. I know. But, you know, I mean, you wonder why these things became sayings because it's just like a truism. you say. <laughs> If it's daylight, it must be the sun or something like that, you know. Johnny Moore like that? I like that very much. Uh, well, you know, there's the, the familiar
1: one, but you are in that wheelchair. You are.
0: <laughs> you know, that's pretty specialized. I, mean, I don't know. Most of us have probably not heard that yet.
1: Well, people who watch old Joan Crawford, Betty Davis movies know it, you know. What is it again? But you Bla, but you are in that wheelchair, Blanche. You are.
0: So was Blanche thinking that she wasn't in that wheelchair? No. I don't get it. How that even no, happened? No,
1: she, she said something about, if I wasn't in this wheelchair,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then, you know, she would help her oh, sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'd kick your fucking butt, you know, because she was always torturing her sister who was in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: amazing. It was Joan Crawford, you know. Ah! Yeah.
0: That was typecasting.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it was natural for them.
0: Yeah. Plus, she, uh, uh, what's her name, was a good sufferer. Betty Davis. Yeah. Betty
1: Davis. Or Joan Crawford. You know, day. I, 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 Long hate every,
0: I hate every Betty Davis movie. Speaking of obsolete reference. Oh. But I'd like to like her. Oh, there was one, that she was in Petrified Forest when she was a girl, Humphrey Bogart, you know, and he was in the, and they were all fleeing something. And the, I missed and, that one. But. Yeah, Humphrey Bogart and uh, Leslie Howard was a British ah. guy who was there in the middle of nowhere in this desert place, and she was, it was a gas station, and she served guys, you know, and she, but she was an artist, and she showed him all her paintings and stuff, and she was pretty good, and mm. so and he, she got the idea that she could actually leave the, you know, and, uh, Go off with him, but then this guy Bogart comes in with his crowd of criminals and holds them all. Home. It's a wonderful movie. actually. Ah, no, I, don't, was I don't, Very pretty and nice, and she didn't look like had a B- Betty Davis look, like you know. <laughs> Betty Davis eyes. Yeah, yes. Betty Davis eyes. Oh, <laughs> she had Betty Davis eyes. You know, I never. That that's not that's not a good thing, is it?
1: Well, I don't know. Not necessarily a bad thing.
0: Made a career for her. Yes. Okay. Why don't we just start and then see what happens. Is there some music? Why do you always ask me that? I don't always ask you that. I say, isn't it
1: time for music?
3: Ocean oh, I long to see you away, oh, you rolling river. Oh, oh Shannon I long
0: to hear you Shenandoah.
3: away. I know I'll go Across the wide Missouri Been a long, long time Since I last saw you
0: Very nice. Glenn Campbell had a beautiful voice. Yeah.
1: Oh, that was Glenn. Yeah. We met him.
0: Yes, uh, I was uh, just saying that before right? anyone was on the air with us. Ah. At uh, in Phoenix. Yes. What a great! He was just a nice guy. You know, you wouldn't yes. know that he was yes. like that. number one star at that time, country and crossover, mm-hmm. really everywhere. And uh, I said, Listen, um, all right, so I'm just talking about uh, Phoenix and everything, just in my intro. Here's something. If you could walk on stage then, singing by the time I get to Phoenix, while playing your guitar, of course, if you don't mind, that would be just great. I said, Sure, no problem. Glad. Whoa. Meanwhile, I had to beg Andy Williams for a song, and he said he had a sore throat. (laughs) Moon River. I had this woman in the audience. I said, "You know, who would like to have Andy Williams sing a song just to them? Come up here on the stage, and Andy Williams will sing." You know, so I, I said that. I didn't pass it past Andy Williams, but I didn't get to see him. He was recording off beforehand. Are you with me so far on this? Why was he cordoned off beforehand? Well, I mean, he had his people, you know, they that. don't. you can't just get to Andy <laughs> Williams. Imagine. Yeah, but he, he sat there at your table and you talked to him and everything. Yeah, because he was on the show, you know, for some reason he thought it would help this career. I mean, you know, it was at the end of it. <laughs> Down there in Branson, you know, geez. Oh, that's where that was. Okay, oh, yeah, I couldn't you remember. remember. They had the Andy Williams Theater in Branson, so, you know, things were going great guns. So he did a show, but and I mean, he was nice and everything like that. But he would, but he wouldn't sing. No. Poor woman was so disappointed. <laughs> I tried singing to her. I said, "Here, just here." <laughs> oh, Shenandoah. <laughs> she yeah, would have I had none, really of none of it. Sing None of it. <laughs> He sang "Shannon By the way, you know, so he didn't do the "ah," uh, which makes sense in terms of singing it, doesn't it? I don't know. Oh. Shannon Do, ah, see, <laughs> maybe that's another was, syllable, and it doesn't hit you. You should end on a "Shannon Maybe that was left off the the lyrics he was reading from. <laughs> oh, you know, why I play that. I suppose you're wondering why Joe Biden's favorite song. It is. Yes.
2: I'll it's an Irish
0: there. thing, apparently. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. This is the Irish migration or something.
1: The, the, to Appalachia. The coal mines of Philadelphia, I mean, Pennsylvania.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of coal mines in Philadelphia, too. Don't no, kid yourself. Minefields. I mean, is. Working in the coal mine, that sort of coal mine. Yeah. Going down, down, down. Was it a metaphorical coal mine? I think it was an actual coal mine in that song.
1: Well, that's a... Uh, that's that us make cool. it
0: a work song. Did they play that at the
1: inaugural balls? This. Uh,
0: there time? were no balls. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know what you were thinking. The inauguration has no balls. Balls, balls, balls with you. There's more to life than that, you know. You know, they could have done Zoom balls. I'm
1: sorry? They could have done Zoom balls if they'd really wanted
0: to, couldn't they? Good. Thank you for stopping that conversation. And <laughs> uh, all the news that isn't. How are things uh-huh. otherwise good? Well, as good as can be expected. Yeah, but you don't expect them to be very good.
1: No, not in these times. These
0: pandemics. Well, that's kind of- another one of those sayings, isn't it? It really doesn't mean anything. No. <laughs> Good as can be expected. Well, no, it's. I mean, you know, I certainly relate to that. <laughs> it's a nice way of saying pretty, like, nothing. Mm. Getting pretty tired of it, you know? I mean, you know. <laughs> See, if you say one of those things in Yiddish, it sounds like that's a, an amazing quip. Ah. So you should work on that. Or yeah. say them in Norwegian or Swedish or whatever you feel comfortable with. By the way, are they two different languages or are they the same language and they just call it each their own name? What? Swedish and Norwegian? Yes, sir.
1: No, they're they're all different but they're all kind of related and
0: But was it Norway? Which one was There was a were, difference in who actually conquered or settled or came yeah. through there.
1: Those three countries have all been, you know, in different marriages and divorces over time. If you look at one of those uh, historical atlases, sometimes the Norwegians and the Danes are together. Sometimes the Norwegians and the Swedes are together. Yeah. Some I don't know if they all three were together. I think they were always two against one, some combination.
0: Yeah, and still in Wisconsin here, especially, I've noticed it because I am here. Yes. They don't like they each own. other. Or are they different? It's I don't like reform- know. If I it's like reformed understand. Jews and orthodox Jews. They just don't get along. Ah, well, see, it's the same. To consider. Same thing. In all the news that isn't, uh, first of all, this uh, just handed me, it is uh, from the office of Donald J. Trump, dated February 4. How uh, is this? Two? It's to SAG-AFTRA a Ms. Carteris. Ms. Carteris, I write to you today regarding the so-called disciplinary committee hearing aimed at revoking my union membership. Who cares? <laughs> well, I'm not familiar with your work, I'm very proud of my work on movies such as Home Alone 2, Zoolander, and Wall Street. Money Never Sleeps. This is for real, by the way. I know. Comedy writer couldn't do this good. <laughs> Uh, Home Alone 2, Zoolander, and Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, and television shows including The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Saturday Night Live, and, of course, one of the most successful shows in television history, The Apprentice. Ever. To name just a few. Exclamation yeah. point. <laughs> oh, that Donald Trump. <laughs> I've also greatly helped the cable news television business, said to be a dying platform with not much time left, until I got involved in politics. Honest to God, this, someone wrote this, but it's no, it's amazing. I mean, someone wrote it for him, obviously, but it was his sentiments. But it sounds like him. It does sound like him. And created thousands of jobs at networks such as MSDNC. <laughs> yes. And fake news CNN, among many others. Which brings me to your blatant attempt at free media attention to distract from your dismal record as a union. Ooh. your organization i miss this don't you miss hearing this kind of thing every day no <laughs> yeah. like that you know life is different without the trump voiceover over over your every day you know you notice that a lot calmer or something at least you can actually think if you have to <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. your blatant attempt at free media attention to distract from your dismal record as a union your organization has done little for its members and nothing for me, besides <laughs> collecting dues. Now it sounds like anybody complaining about a union. And promoting dangerous un-American policies and ideas. Well, that's a little different. As evident by your massive unemployment rates and lawsuits from celebrated actors, we even recorded a video asking, why isn't the union fighting for me? Hmm. Kid Rock probably filed that one. <laughs> These, however, are policy failures. Your disciplinary failures are even more egregious. How many letters? But he didn't write that. No. I no longer wish to be associated with your union. As such, this letter is to inform you of my immediate resignation from SAG-AFTRA. You have done nothing for me. Regards, President Donald J. Trump. Well, shouldn't he say former president? Because that's what he's going (laughs) by now. And the handwriting. But you know, you—we uh, you think about a guy who signs his name in magic marker, <laughs> and happens to be president of the United States of America. Yes. Yeah. Sad. Oh, I, I, wrote, I tried to write former in there, in his. Hand.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, that's interesting. Didn't end it with "Have a good life."
0: <laughs> Another one of those say, "Yeah, right." That's one of those insults that is, you know, pretty. It's not harsh enough. No. All right. Let right, me just see here. Oh, Shannon, Doe. How you doing, kid? Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, what's this? Bipartisan seeks non-smoking. Bipartisan reply. Robinette. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, This just in, and Trump dumped to the thriller in Vanilla. Trump offers a three-point defense. Trump argues you can't boil a broken egg. Trump argues his First Amendment is protected by his second. And Trump presents a, a psychotic, narcissistic seizure defense. Ah. Covers the waterfront. Not even... Uh, Trump was going to defend himself, but instead, David Dennison will testify in Trump's behalf, while John Barron leads the defense, and individual one rallies the rabble. Ah. All of his All together. Don't you see? Don't you see the meaning of that? <laughs> Do I have to spell it out for you? Practically writes itself. <laughs> A lot of these are like... <laughs> I know. I should change the wording of actual stories, you know, to make them funny or something. Uh, Legal challenges for the former president begin with an unexplained wealth order in Scotland, hard Uh on the heels of the unexplained presidency here. (laughs) In the UK, you have to explain why a perpetually bankrupt businessman has hundreds of millions of dollars for acquisitions and buyouts and why all the money is in IOUs. Hmm. Cool. Unexplained wealth order. That's a good thing. (laughs) Uh, In the case of the missing vaccine, turns out Trump personally took 100,000 of the 200,000 missing vaccine doses. So that's why he got well so fast. Wow. Yeah. Boy, was his ass sore, but it's all behind him now. (laughs) Trump said to be restive with the Mar-a-Lago commercial real estate scene. He's down there. He's been there for, what, three weeks or something. He's really out of his gourd. Right now, they just got the Trump-Briny Breeze's Mobile Homes Park Tower (laughs) on the drawing boards. Will be the world's tallest mobile home, you know. Ah. But still. Marjorie Taylor Greene, haven't heard that name before. (sighs)
1: Sorry.
0: Being Trump in drag turns out to be a rogue QAnon conspiracy theory. So she's not actually the uh, former president in drag. Oh, uh, Taylor Green confesses is given three Hail Marys and an Our Father. Hmm. And she has to wash Kevin McCarthy's car. So.
1: Well, at least it's his car. Yes.
0: Even though she now says it was the Methodist with the space lasers. <laughs> uh, she has been stripped of her education committee appointment and given Homeland Insecurity, her own committee to serve on. Uh, she said it was the morons who usually stand behind her, to a moron, who did it, totally risking alienating her moron base. Ah. Moron this at 10. Hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, one more development regarding the representative from Georgia. Loopers are going back in time to make sure Taylor never meets Green. Loopers? Yes, never mind. All right. Uh, big loser in this is Matt Gatz. If this currently popular jump rope song is an indication, little Maddy Gats, head up is yes. It's the biggest thing, it's been in his pants. That's from New Jump Rope ah. Chance. Well, the biggest loser, of course, is Kevin McCarthy who had just stood up on his hind legs when Trump jerked his chain and boy, that can hurt a dog. Ouch. Oh, my God, because you're sort of going in two directions. First, you're trying to do the balance thing, and then, oh, my God. That's from a dead start. Hmm. Roman Catholic lasers from space causing abortions would have been the only way to catch McCarthy's ear. <laughs> you know, you got to tailor some of these messages if you really want to get this. Yes. In other news, that a few uh, former... Former QAnon supporter apologizes to Anderson Cooper for thinking he ate babies. Now, there's one that didn't need any writing at all. It's just, (laughs) so this this guy thought the adoption was diet-related or something, you know. Ah. Hmm, baby. (laughs) That's right. Well, I know. How about this one? Texas Department of Public Safety accidentally sends out Amber Alert for Chucky. Yes. Yeah. Did they? You're right. It does write itself. I don't do a fucking, Did they you know, find pardon it? Pardon me. The thing to that. So Texas though is like the new Florida knob. You know, they said all these things are coming out of Texas. So, you know. Well. A man in Texas who, you know. Oh, uh, in other news, double masking is about as popular as double bagging. Johnson yeah. and Johnson shot. Uh, only only covers one Johnson apparently. So they still. Some use anyhow. If you're just one Johnson, Uh, now that they've recovered Air Force One, you know Trump ditched it in the Everglades after he left. But it's waterproof, maybe floats. Oh, good. And now uh, President Joe will commute to Delaware and back on it, which is a little overkill for going. It's 109 miles from D.C. to uh, where does he live in Delaware? Wilmington or something. Yeah, Hmm. it's about an hour by train. So I'm saying what the president needs is his own darn train. And I give you Amtrak Uh, Amtrak one, ladies and gentlemen, this is presidential. Yes. So build it on me, but don't charge it to me. Hmm. And, and for the president, he was doing an amazing job, by the way, you know, he's so self-effacing. You wouldn't know this guy is actually, this is heroic good kind of he's like an anti-hero or something almost you know not conscious of that at all and for you mr president your favorite song hope it still is oh, Shannon, oh run, i run, long Cam.
3: to see you oh away. you roll. Okay,
0: goes out in this vein, Mr. President. And I wish we had the time for this, but thank you for all you're doing. If I can do anything for you, I'm there. <laughs> Honest. Well, this I thought was interesting. It has nothing to do with anything, but what does anymore, right? Uh, and I don't understand it at all. Nevada bill would allow tech companies to create governments. What? Yes, exactly. Their reaction. Plan. This is in Nevada. Planned legislation to establish new business areas in Nevada would allow technology companies to effectively form separate local governments. Just tech companies. Oh. I mean, could you know? What do you know? Podcast Inc. Be its own country. In Nevada. In Nevada, sure. Why not? Oh, let's do this in Carson City. Have you got, can you work in Carson City? Do you really, I've never you know, been no there. No on there,
1: is there? No, I've never been there for anything.
0: No, I haven't either, but I'm saying if we could be our own country. Oh, I see. We could legislate. Out of Carson City. Would you be my vice president? Or would you but want the big job?
1: Uh, neither one.
0: Someone's got to be. Who'd- Democratic Governor Steve Szalek announced a plan to launch so-called innovation zones in Nevada to jumpstart the state's economy by attracting technology firms. Las Vegas ah. Review-Journal reported Wednesday, the Las Vegas Review-Journal, there's something to think about, so much to think about in that sense. Uh, the zones would permit companies with large areas of land to form governments carrying the same authority as counties. Uh, well, that now doesn't sound so great being a county government, you know. So that's crappy because then you get calls from people about plumbing and running in line here and not being zoned this or that or or and what is a county anyway? You know, what do we need a county? There are no account at least most of these counties. Sewers and asphalt. There you go. I'm going to campaign on that. <laughs> Sewers and asphalt, Feldman. That's a well, county. you know, the socialists ran on sewers in Milwaukee. It's not a joke. They What? Socialists ran on sewers. Ah, in the Milwaukee. Record of installing sewers. <laughs> you know, most of the socialists in Milwaukee were national socialists, of course, before it was really popular. Yes. You know, so you talk socialism, But I'm saying that's what they ran. They ran on city services. And yeah, you're a well, socialist in a good sense because they were providing you know for the social welfare of you know that was their thing.
1: They ran Milwaukee for years,
0: yes, they did. Mayor uh, Hone was it Hone? Hone, not from
1: New Hone? New have you heard that
0: name? I keep hearing it. Hone, I'm not from Milwaukee, so, so I, I, don't. Hone, I know, but so what you can't know anything about China. No, no, forbidden because you're not from Milwaukee. <laughs> How does that even make any sense, Al <laughs> wow, Anderson? Uh, counties. Counties. Oh, well, now I'm sort of. Where not, were we? The measure to further economic development was the alternative form of local government, has not yet been introduced in the legislature. But well, we'll look forward to that. No. This is Pitch the concept of the state of a state address. Well, that must have really been a winning comment. <laughs> All right, here's what we do we let them come in here and run their own governments. And then uh, we get. Of course, then we'd collect their own taxes, wouldn't they? they have their own government. I, I would
1: think so because they're still the state,
0: yeah. Uh, oh, I see. And groundbreaking technologies off the use of tax abatements or other publicly funded incentive packages that previously helped Nevada attract Tesla. Ah, all right, so he's not fool, I mean. he's annoying yeah. as hell, but he's no fool, and he's, he's a handmaiden of the corporate fascists. <laughs> but he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's I mean, got to do it. This all works within his within his little area. <laughs> if it's good for Nevada, it's good for me. Good for the country. Or is it, if it's good for me, it's good for Nevada.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, here we go. A syslock named Blockchains LLC is a company that committed developing a smart city in an area east of Reno, after legislation is passed, so you could say, hmm. "Dear blockchains," that it was it's very an anthem. Call.
1: <laughs> what is a
0: blockchain anyway? I don't even want to know. I know it's very big right now. All my chains are blocked. I'll tell you that.
1: It's like Bitcoin. Blockchain. I don't Bit- think
0: it's like Bitcoin. I think it's something else. Well, I bet your friend is going to be on with this one and any time now, uh, Chris ah. uh, Bovitz, who you know. Yes. Chris, you know Chris. Yes. They're both working in the meteorology department. And uh, I bet he knows what blockchains are. So we'll ask Oh, him. okay. So keep that, keep that file that away. Oh. The draft proposal said the traditional local government model is inadequate alone to provide the resources to make Nevada a leader in attracting and retaining businesses and fostering economic developments. In the you know, I would say Nevada, it's where Las Vegas is, you know, and these guys will come running there. And then they'll stay there. Yeah, the retreats in I mean, the retreats in, just down the down the block. Maybe you know, it'll be heaven. You, you know, the thing about retreats in Vegas for these corporations and these these you know, these orgies they hold on the road and whatever. No, I think so. Well, they say what
1: happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So there you are. Yeah.
0: What happens in Milwaukee stays in Milwaukee. I mean, you could say that about anywhere, and it's not true anyhow. No, of course not. Yeah.
1: Not in this. I mean,
0: they wish, because a lot of people make fools of themselves there, that you, and you know their names. Yeah, because they're all over their yeah. social media. So if I, Yeah, so I, if I was doing that, you know, if I was one of those shows that just exploits celebrities... <laughs> and their weaknesses mm. uh, I, just, I just have an office in Las Vegas and say alright go out and see who you can find doing what today." you know they're not going to be in Altoona they won't have an office in Altoona no I don't hear any about the zone re- zone requirements include applicants only at least 78 square miles 202 square kilometers of undeveloped uninhabited land only owned by Native Americans, with oh. a single county, but separate from any city, town, or tax increment area. Companies would have at least $250 million and plans to invest an additional $1 billion in their zones over it. Well, this is going to weed Yikes. out a lot of a lot of companies. So they're not going to get Michael Feldman, Inc., also known as Not Much. A you billion. Limited. Chris Bovitz. Let's, let's yes? get him in here and find out uh, Chris is, is a friend of yours. I Do you know have him
1: you. on the line?
0: Yeah, this is like, this is your life.
1: <laughs> Does he get a Maytag Speed Queen washer out of it?
0: There he is. Chris has got to turn you on there, I guess, Chris.
1: He's muted.
0: Here.
2: Can you unmute yourself? Hi.
0: Hi. Here's a here's a voice from your life. Lyle wow, Anderson, who is this?
2: Hello Lyle. Do you remember me?
1: Well of course.
2: You can also see me too.
0: Who is that? He 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 hasn't aged a bit since he was uh Yeah, he looks like a kid actually. I don't see how you could know each other.
2: Yeah, the sound is off.
0: <laughs> Have you been cryogenically preserved or something, Chris? Um
2: no but after this weekend I might be.
0: Why is that? Because of the weather?
2: Yeah. Good one. Oh
0: yeah. Are you in Minneapolis?
2: Yeah, I'm in a southern suburb. Uh,
0: what's that oh, one called? A southern right? suburb. Oh.
2: Yeah, so I'm closer <laughs> to the sun, so it's warmer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Good Minnesota joke there. Good. Thank that you. Go over with the Swedes and the North. Oh yeah. Now, Chris, you know, uh, you know Lyle here, and Lyle, this is your life. We'll get back to you in just a minute.
1: Oh, oh whose life are we talking about?
0: Yours. Oh,
1: mine. This I is a worthwhile answer because we don't
0: know enough. I don't know enough about <laughs> Chris to really go through his whole past, but I can bring up things from yours. <laughs> He's probably all over social media. Uh, so it right. was from the meteorology department at UW, right? Well, it's what it was then, maybe. Nope. I yeah, know I'm, I'm asking, asking Chris. Name.
2: Yeah, oh, that's me. Yeah, that was, I think. Right when they're changing over from meteorology to atmospheric and oceanic sciences.
0: So what, they put in new furniture or something hot? What was the switch over? Just the terminology of the name? I think it was many, many committee meetings. Yeah. They wrangled over it for like years. Okay. And what was, what was the difficulty in, cha- in getting it and uh, going from meteorology to, a- uh, what's it called? Astrophysics? No.
2: Oceanic <laughs> and a- atmospheric and oceanic sciences. Okay. I think the trouble was the ocean part, because, you know, we're not near an ocean.
0: Oh, we're not? No. I hadn't even thought about it. Why we had all those bad shrimp?
2: (laughs) That would explain
0: it. What was the nearest ocean, then? It would be (laughs) Lake
2: Erie? Uh, Is that an ocean? I don't know which ocean would be closest.
0: St. Lawrence could be considered an ocean extension. Tell me a little, what are you doing now? Are you, are you in uh, national or, or geographics and atmospherics?
2: Uh, no, not anymore. I did start out my career uh, right from UW. I went to the national weather service river forecast center in Fort worth, Texas. No kidding. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I got a job back in Minnesota cause I wanted to live back in Minnesota uh, then I got another job in working with the weather service, um, and then I got a job where I currently am, uh, just doing software development for a retail software firm.
0: In um, in this, this same business?
2: No, uh, completely different. It's yeah. uh, it, we, I work in downtown St. Paul. Well, I used well, no to work wonder. in downtown St. Paul because
0: of that. You mean? Uh, I had but because I, you're in St. Paul, so me, it's completely different. It's, the, a completely or diff- or
2: it's a completely different
0: product or different
2: yeah different product different city yeah. still doing a little computer programming but yeah. now it's all computer programming
0: can we hmm. say what it is a general area that you're in or is that asking, it's is that out of bounds maybe no it's, it's fine or,
2: yeah. it's for uh software for companies to do what they can do it's that helps nothing no. um for like uh inventory supply chain oh, okay cool. all the stuff behind the scenes that you never see
0: then you must know what blockchain is. I was gonna
2: say. Yeah, roughly. Uh, it's a way to keep track of all the transactions in a uh, in an electronic currency form. It has a history of everything that's been done. I don't know if it's wow. with that particular chain of money or ever, uh-huh. I'm not too much up on the e-currency stuff, but it, my understanding, which probably is incomplete, is that it's a record of all the transactions that have happened. and it just keeps growing
1: they can keep track of bitcoins
2: yeah that's that's what they use in bitcoin Uh, i i don't know much more beyond that how they keep track track
0: of all the all of them (laughs) in all the currencies.
2: yep so they know about that one transaction
0: wow how do i get me some of that blockchain (laughs) stock this is the winner
2: well, it's so not we, so much. All
0: said and done, I mean, screw Amazon and all those people—they're pikers. Shh, they might be Every transaction. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know uh, what it- that means, Chris? World domination. Yes, with your skills and software, and <laughs> my thinking, we could be bankrupt in a matter of weeks. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Who and then who owns blockchain?
2: Well, it's not so much something you own, but it's just no. a, a structure, a concept out there where all the transactions are kept and it yeah. goes. I don't know who keeps it. I don't know where it flows from. I don't know how things are recorded into it. I, yeah. and I'm it embarrassing goes, myself. And and how it out know. Of it.
0: There's Hopefully someone who has creative. control of it though, right?
2: It's supposed to be decentralized, so no one has control over it. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> is it on the stock exchange blockchain? No. Why are they trying to attract it to Nevada if it doesn't exist?
2: Well, it's oh, a, a blockchain is just a, a way of keeping track of transactions. It's uh, it's a piece. Of, it's software that keeps track of that. It's not like a company that's yeah, in, blockchain you know, company this, TM.
0: In this article that I just read, Nevada is trying to attract businesses, in mm-hmm. Nevada, and they can have their own government. And the, one of the groups they're talking to was
2: Blockchain LLC. Okay. Um, I was not get aware of, of that. That's
0: what I'm saying, Chris. I'm not, I don't really care about it. And I think it's horrible that it exists Is great. <laughs> yeah. So, And, you know, Lyle and meteorology are an interesting combination because all I think he ever did there was go out and see when the lakes were frozen and when the lakes thawed. And I yeah. can't, I've been hitting, asking him up for years about some, some of his other duties there. Well, he still, will, he still goes into meteorology and does something or other. Do you know what he was doing there? Do you have better sense than? No, because he he was I'm not. Talk- I'm asking Chris. He just came in oh. to his yeah. job. <laughs> the job was not to. to figure know, out... I know, I know, but you know.
2: You, you want I, me to tell what Lyle's job was 25 years ago?
0: Yes, <laughs> simple as that. <laughs> Lyle was a guy who. Uh, Lyle was a guy who.
2: He was. Uh, he was he did all the, the 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 good hard work at the climatology office there. Really? What was it, like a cheerleader?
0: Before blockchain.
2: Yeah, well before blockchain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so are you from Minnesota then?
2: Yeah, I'm from uh, the Misabi Iron Range.
0: Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. There. Way up there, yeah.
0: Up there in Bob Zimmerman country.
2: Uh, next door.
0: Yeah. Do hmm. you guys know any Zimmermans up there?
2: <laughs> no. Uh, although my a dad...
0: furniture store or something or uh, an appliance store
2: uh no i there might have been but i don't recall that yeah um my dad was three years behind dylan in high school but i don't think he knew him It
0: doesn't really mean a lot no it doesn't anything <laughs> could happened in those three years yeah. so was he in high school at the same time dylan was in at some point like for one semester one year
2: uh might have been like a year when my dad was a sophomore and or freshman and dylan was a senior something like that oh, yeah
0: yeah He didn't know him or anything right
2: no he never said he knew him yeah
0: have you heard about him right Is this guy,
2: thinks he can <laughs> sing yeah i think he he knew him he probably saw him perform
0: yeah oh interesting
2: but not a huge fan interesting
0: and then you've been to our show you said you were in the show at fort worth you went to that one
2: Right, not the one that was preempted by the Columbia disaster, though. Yeah. I don't remember what year it was. Yeah,
0: no, okay. And um, that was- but that you were you, when you were a student here. You were going to come to the show, and you you overslept.
2: No, no, that was. Um, I was trying to get on the quiz, and I got through, yeah. and I was on hold, okay. and I moved. I, this is back in the days when I was in a dorm, and my table was a bunch of copy boxes all taped together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, I was moving around the room, and I hit the table, table, and pulled the phone cord out of the power out of the wall. Yeah. And when I think he came to me, well, Chris isn't there. Let's see who's next. My oh, <laughs>
0: chance. Yeah, that was Lyle's <laughs> fault. Ironically, he was doing the phones. Yeah, he was. He should have been on top of that situation. Did you know when you called in? Did you know, you got Lyle.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay. Yeah.
2: All I don't blame Lyle. All. I, I I take all responsibility for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't get a chance to play the quiz, and that was a, a big deal.
2: Yeah. I've been listening well, for months. Well,
0: young Chris Bovitz of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Now say there. You. We got a surprise for you. You're gonna play the
1: what do you know quiz, <laughs> I know? Home oh alone. My God. <laughs>
0: So exciting, if you want to, of course, chance to make back some of that great stuff that you didn't get.
2: Sure, I got the time. Yeah,
0: that'd
2: be great. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, I have it right here, as a matter of fact. And uh, just to show you, it's all in the open. up. This is... Oh, wow. What do you know?
2: (laughs) It's fancier than I thought.
0: Uh, Her dad's voice, this is...
2: I got one of those t-shirts. Bella. Should have wore that today. Oh, cool. But I didn't want to be that guy. No, I know. (laughs)
0: Keep it in its mint condition. It'll be worth more in the future. Uh Chris, you know this works we have various categories. Uh, current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school had you been paying attention. Science, odds and ends. And if you get uh, what is it, three right out of four or four right out of five, or I never really counted. Whatever you them. decide. Huh? Whatever you decide, it's variable. Depends on how it's going, I guess. Yes, yeah, depends you on have how categories it's categories to subtract them. <laughs> I have the power. I am the blockchain of comedy quiz. Uh so what would you like? Uh, current events, people, places, things you should learn in school, paying Uh science and odds and ends.
2: Well, I was paying attention in school, so let's try that category.
0: Everybody thinks they were but uh. yet <laughs> to thoughtlessly pander. Okay, yeah. To thoughtlessly pander is an example of what grammatical miscue? To thoughtlessly pander.
2: That sounds like an English thing. Is that a split infinitive? A what? Split infinitive?
0: Yes, a split infinitive. Oh, my God. Who splits infinitives anymore even like that? Worries about them. Kids don't know that. And that would be? One right and no wrong. All right. This is a great start, Chris. Thanks. I'm not surprised. You're (laughs) a very smart young man, and you never aged.
2: You're too kind. Whatever
0: you're doing, you're doing it right. (laughs) So that leaves us with the people, places, things you should should have learned in school. Uh, Science and odds
2: and ends. Science, please.
0: Science it is. Spooky action at a distance. What? mean anything to you? Spooky action at a distance? It does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My God, you're too smart for this. Can we get them a better quiz? <laughs> I wish I knew somebody anymore. Get you on a good quiz, Shaw. What is it?
2: It's when there are two atoms or particles that behave the same, even though they're separated <laughs> by great distances or they have the same properties.
0: Was he like this back then too? Was he this smart? Sure. You know, you're, I, was, I taught in high school for many years and there'd always be, not always, but rarely there'd be someone like you in my class who thought I, was just, I should just get out of teaching, you know? Because...
1: And there you were.
0: That's right, quantum entanglement, another name for it. Uh-huh. Particles. One particle affects the properties of another particle at a distance. Which is pretty much life. And you know, if someone finally figured distance. out what life was, that's pretty much it. <laughs> but that's amazing. Einstein so came that, up with that. I didn't know that. Did you know that?
2: That's what that Bette Midler song was.
0: What was it? From a distance. And he's a singer. That I am was not good. A singer. You hit those notes without even thinking. Those
2: are, those are probably the only you three notes I can sing you right don't now. I
0: do. Chris.
2: Well, are you if you keep me on singer? long enough, sing. What? I don't sew. <laughs> You know?
0: <laughs> that's a good quality. All right, oh. that would
1: be too right
0: and no wrong. Okay. What do you do for hobbies?
2: I like to go cycling. Well, not this time of year. Um, do crossword puzzles. Oh. Um, so you don't have any hobbies good stuff. Yeah. yeah. pretty much.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's good. Not everyone has to have them. <laughs> I've never. Re- have I had a hobby? Maybe
2: my hobby should be trying to find a hobby. Think about it.
0: Okay. That leaves, uh, was that people or places?
2: What was that? that was was that, school? that was science?
0: Science. Okay. So that leaves people, places. Uh, you did school, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, current events. Is current events still open. Current events. All right. I'll try that.
0: That goes without saying. <laughs> All right. In pandemic fashion, uh, Really, we're talking about trends here in pandemic fashion. Makeup. And the question is, makeup versus lipstick during pandemic times.
2: I is do neither. Is makeup
0: up and lipstick down, or is lipstick up and makeup down? Ooh. It's interesting. I don't know what it
2: means. Yeah, there. since I do neither, that's going to be a toughie. Um, yeah. Makeup for up? I I get the feeling that makeup would be down. Why should you need to put on anything Uh, or that much? If you're going to be at home and mm -hmm. only your kids might see you. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you have kids?
2: I do. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you who's got kids already.
0: Already. Yeah. How old are you? (laughs) Can I just have a ballpark? You'd tell me a decade.
2: I'm in my low fifties. No. Yes. You
0: are such a liar, Chris. I wouldn't have had you on if I had known you were this big a liar.
2: Sorry. Okay.
0: Whoa. Amazing. So, uh, I'm sorry. Did did we answer this question yet?
2: No. uh, I've been haggling with it. Yeah. Oh. uh, No, that was me. I get the sense that makeup would be down and lipstick would be up. That's right. Holy
0: cow. Whoa. We can't beat you, Chris. I'll tell you what. Tell you what, though, Chris. You're pretty darn mm. smart, I got to admit. Oh, thank you. And uh, double or nothing, I'll give you one more question. I can, I'll let you pick the rating category. If you get it right, you get twice what you're going to get. And if you get it wrong, you just walk out of here. with lose number. everything.
2: Walk out yeah, with my with everything. the clothes on my back. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Whatever you came in with, you you'll have after this. Is what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, why not? I'll go One, for it. Okay,
0: double or nothing. It's the double or nothing. You know, we've never done this in Ollie. No, months. we never this did double a, or nothing. No, this is a, it. Was a good idea too, isn't it? Yeah. If someone is too smart for your quiz, what are you going to do? Is a chance to get it back.
2: It's getting lucky questions. Okay.
0: Oh, which one do you, you want to pick? The category? Kind
2: of? Sure, oh, um, odds and ends.
0: Odds and ends, I think, is left.
2: Yeah. Could be anything.
0: All right, here it is for double. Could be eight. an odd or an end. Who was the better violin player, Sherlock Holmes or Einstein?
2: Wow, I don't think they ever met to compete.
0: Yeah. And one is fictional.
2: Yeah, know. that's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the better violin player? Yeah, I know Einstein played the violin. Right, I, I, not right. that I heard him, but I know he did. He was um, a good
0: at it, or was he just like Jack Benny? Oh, the Jack Benny of physics.
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta think it now. Um, <laughs> I would think if you're gonna make a fictional character, oh. you probably want to make and make him really good at a lot of things. One of them would probably be violin playing.
0: Yeah, drug use oh. and and violin playing.
2: Something oh, sure, like yeah um i'm leaning toward sherlock holmes i think i'll go with that uh, oh no you win <laughs>
0: ah! it's ladies and gentlemen the first double or nothing winner on what do you know chris in all this time and i guess you won't do that again
2: i feel so honored
0: <laughs> well what has chris won
1: well well
2: chris you can find out what
1: goes on in mythical pre-show production meetings or what did go on in pre-show production <laughs> meetings in pat Bodie's video documentary of michael feldman's what do you know radio show produced by iowa public television
0: oh. hmm.
1: and then hmm. you'll get talk radio distilled to its essence on the audiobook what do you know read by acclaimed author michael feldman nice. enhanced well. by the pianistic musical embellishments of john tulling oh. oh cool And remote possibilities and the worth of an examined life are two subjects covered in Michael's book, Something I Said, Innuendo and Out the Other, including the CD, My Life, the musical with music by John Seeger. And maybe you just found out that you loved her then, but that nothing ruins a man like a woman. All song titles penned by Michael Feldman and oh, set to music yeah, by on the CD Her Country from Fish's Circle Records. Oh, wow. that's. But wait, there's more.
2: There is.
0: Well, you won the... you double everything, you know. Wow.
2: Yeah. All right. I'm not cleaning you out, am I? Yeah. I
0: don't the mission sure. of Herb
1: Brodsky and his of co- of here. is to connect the best coffee producers with the finest wow. coffee consumers. Enjoy superb coffee from Denver's Novo Coffee. Mm. And finally, an original painting on upcycled cardboard using real paint and inks from Mac Five Thirty One on Instagram as Mac that's M A K at Looks Like It Means Things.
0: Congratulations!
2: Thank you, Lyle. Thank you, Michael.
0: Well, you broke ground here. It's really quite amazing.
2: Wow, I I don't know what to say.
0: Uh, well. Thank you. I was, I was watching this Larry David one where he, everyone gave inadequate thank yous for things. Did you ever see that one? <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't. It was pretty funny just for that. Oh.
2: Okay. Then I I've, thank you for all the from the bottom the gifts. of my heart. From the bottom of my heart. Thank. Uh, I appreciate your having me on today. That was yeah. very kind of you.
0: A scientist. Yeah. Oh, a scientist. Okay. Uh, without any further ado, then here's Lyle all right, well, with Lyle right knows. B.F. Skinner,
1: if ICBM someday rushed toward their targets by means of encapsulated pigeons pecking at discs, the credit would have to go to B.F. Skinner, father of radical behaviorism and Lord of the Pigeons. True, Pavlov had his dogs and Watson his white rats, but Skinner could condition common street fowl into brilliant if entirely reflexive decision makers. Skinner wrested psychology out of the hands of the theorists and put it squarely under the beaks of Columba Lyria, no, Livia, never mind Lyria, Columba Leucocephala, and Columbia, Columba Fasciata. He was the birdman of Harvard. Columba Fasciata was the favored uh, type of pigeon of Mussolini, of course. Behaviorism, oh, guards human and pretty much did he all eat of them him. or what did he do with them uh he hung them upside down by their uh, uh, claws really
2: how oh, nice it
0: was a favorite hobby so that's why he ended up like
2: i'm not taking up that one yeah.
0: <laughs> they hung him by his feet i suppose i think that's the reference is it yes okay truth be told behaviorism uh, maybe he popped human. them in his mouth. He's only I mean, he got a little one or something. No, those that, are those bird. little
1: birds. No, yeah. that was in France. Those little little birds that you eat—you put a, a, a you know something over your yeah. head and then you squish them. I forgot what kind of birds those were. They were very What's this popular. Got B.F. Skinner. Nothing you asked about them. Okay. Behaviorism regards human and pretty much all animal behavior as just so many responses to stimuli. Control the stimuli and you own the human. As Skinner, in fact, proved with his own daughter, Deborah, weaning her in his air crib baby tender, a soundproof, germ proof air conditioned conditioning box which admitted only daddy approved stimuli,
0: yeah. so ensuring
1: an yeah. optimal skinnery, Skinnerian infancy and many years of psychotherapy for Deborah. For Skinner, free will was a cradle-to-grave illusion, not just in his household but hither and yon. To the rescue, radical behaviorism, which dispels the silly notion that private thoughts and feelings, internal events, drive behavior when in fact human behavior is controlled by outside variables randomly applied with both positive and negative results. No personal motivation for BF unless it was his. Nor did operant conditioning and with infancy. Skinners continued with programmed learning via learning machines, with the student as pigeon, pecking at correct answers for rewards, not popcorn, but encouragement. But wait, there's more. Utopia, in fact, based on the social engineering concepts of behaviorism, as portrayed in Beyond Freedom and Dignity, generally considered to be the worst book title since Mein Kampf, which makes the case that free will superstition gets in the way of scientifically obtainable behaviors, which in the right hands could produce a harmonious, well-organized society without resorting to messy genetic intervention. Behavior modification, already universal, needed a steady hand. The BF was for Burris Frederick, not Butterfingers, to make it all harmoniously harmonious. For Skinner, the enemy was mentalism the widely held self-deception that what a person does is attributable to what is going on inside of him and not a ton of collateral damage from genetic and environmental variables. Feelings are nothing more than feelings and mental life mere waking dreams. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: A fan of Darwin, Skinner saw natural selection at work through reinforced behavior, either rewarded or punished, and so either positive or negative. This can get a bit sticky as one man's reward is another's punishment, but reinforcement selection by consequences underlies all human behavior, and for B. F. Skinner, it is good to be the reinforcer. And that's our psychologist oh. of the week,
0: Burris Frederick Skinner. So, where do you where do you fall on this whole thing? Well, I, 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 you I thought you thought about it and researched it. <clears throat> Are you, are you a behaviorist would you say I, 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 I'm a ginnit you're a ginnit what, what what do you posit I, I posit nothing okay what do you posit <laughs> <laughs> be a skinner <laughs> All those in the pigeon pecking missile I've seen that the, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they actually sense them up they must have right
2: oh, that'd be a great name for a band <laughs> yes
0: do you do that, too? I do it all the time. Boy, this is such a great name for a band. hmm <clears throat> Excuse me. A
2: couple of unrelated adjectives and a noun.
0: Yeah, that's all it takes. Yeah. But then you got to get the band together, you know.
2: So hmm
0: Well, it was all very interesting. And on behalf of... Uh... spring
3: is here suffering is here life is skittles and life is beer i think the loveliest time of the year is the spring i do don't you of course you do but there's one thing that makes spring complete for me and makes every sunday a treat for me all the world in tune on a spring afternoon when we're poisoning pigeons in the park (laughs) every sunday you'll see my sweetheart and me as we poison the pigeons in the park when they see us coming the birdies all try and hide but they still go for peanuts when coated with a cyan hide, the sun's shining bright, everything seems alright. When we're poisoning pigeons in the park, We've gained notoriety and caused much anxiety in the Audubon Society with our games. They call it impiety and lack of propriety and quite a variety of unpleasant names. But it's not against any religion to want to dispose of a pigeon. Why don't you come with me And we'll poison the pigeons in the park And maybe we'll do in a squirrel or two While we're poisoning pigeons in the park We'll murder them all Amid laughter and merriment Except for the few we take home to experiment. My pulse will be quickening with each drop of stricken and we feed to a pigeon. It just takes a smidgen to poison a pigeon in the
0: park. Tom Lair.